Yo, yo, what's good? In this show, I'm going to waffle a bit about bailouts and government spending. Because since 2008, when the bank is, banking crisis occurred, the UK has moved from a free market capitalistic economy towards a big state corporatist economy. The state, the taxpayer and the corporation are now very, very intertwined. Early 2008, before the banking crisis, the UK money supply stood at roughly 1.5 trillion. Today, it stands at around 3.1 trillion. So our money supply has doubled in the last 14 years, but our GDP hasn't grown in line with this. So where has the money gone? Well, there's one area where it went to, especially throughout 2008 all the way to 2012. That was to the banking system. A lot of the other money went to big state spending for projects like HS2. That gobbled up a hell of a lot of money. 2008 to 2016, banks and HS2 gobbled up just short of £400 billion. But let's focus on 2016 to 2022 this year. The past seven years, a seven-year period. Now, the day after the Brexit vote, remember when Mark, Key, Mark, Carney, Mark Carney come out and tried to calm the market with his announcement? He provided a banking package, a stimulus package, that cost around £250 billion. The ECB Europe done the same thing. And they issued a stimulus package, which cost roughly €470 billion. Euros. Uh, throughout the pandemic, furlough, that cost us £70 billion. Furlough was basically taxpayers paying taxpayers' wages. And we're all paying for it now through inflation. Because inflation is a tax. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. It's mad. It's you paying your co-workers' wages. Energy subsidies and bailouts in the past seven years. That includes bulb energy, £174 billion. Corporate bonds, the Bank of England created a corporate bond purchase package when the pandemic come, uh, come and they spent 20 billion, 20 billion on corporate bonds. Covid fall, that's costing roughly 60 billion. The trust premium, trust's little madness, she cost the Treasury 11 billion pound that's got paid to the Bank of England. The Virgin Ballot, 1.2 billion. Ukraine, 2.3 billion. The Test and Trace app, £37 billion. That was mad. Corporate subsidies and grants in the past seven years, £55 billion. The Bank of England has been buying mortgages, mortgages in the past seven years. They've been buying this in a, these in the form of RMBS, Residential Mortgage Backed Securities. Basically, they're mortgage bonds. In the past seven years, they've purchased £25 billion worth of mortgage bonds from the private market. Foreign aid, just over 90 billion. Unusable PPE, 4 billion. These 14 things alone spending, bailouts, funding, stimulus packages, £758 billion in a total cost. That doesn't include all the fancy little projects like the Brexit Festival. I think that's roughly 100 million, weren't it? Just over 100 million. Uh, the yacht, don't know what that, what's happening with that. 200 million they've stated for that. 
as with that, all the HS2 payments after 2016 and all the mad little payouts, Chris Grayling's little projects with the ferries hiring them, many, many other little mad projects and crazy little spending that they've embarked upon. £758 billion is higher than the GDP of Switzerland. It's double the size of the Norwegian economy. So how is this money getting paid? Where's it coming from? Well, it's getting paid mainly from newly created money. 2016, the M2 supplier was £2.2 trillion. Today, it's roughly £3.1 trillion. So that's an increase of £900 billion over the last seven years. We're looking at about £125 to £130 billion per year. If this trend carries on, then by 2030, the M2 supplier... We, We'll just be short of 4.5 trillion. It's not taxes that's being used to finance all of this spending and packages. It's newly created money. That's why the government doesn't need to tax us for it to get the money. The tax comes from inflation pushing up our tax receipts received. Liz Trust knew this, that's why she tried to give rich people and businesses tax cuts. But then the markets and said no, and traders gave her big two fingers up, smacked her ass and sent her to the naughty step. Inflation creates more taxes. More people need to understand this. You see all these prices that are rising all around us, that's all converting into more taxes for the treasury. And all of these extra taxes will pay for all of this spending madness. Inflation is a tax, and the current inflation tax that stands at 10.1%. But how are we going to change this? It's quite depressing, really, isn't it? Well, fact is, reality is, we're not going to change it. Labour Party and the Tories are now two cheeks on the same arse. And the Liberal Dems, they're the ball bags dangling in between. When the political body sways to the left, so do the Lib Dems. When it sways to the right in 2010, the Lib Dems will sway to the right, as we see when they went into coalition with the Conservatives. And then Brexit vote come, they sway to the centre, and since the pandemic come, they're swaying to the left. Chances are, I believe it's a small chance, I don't think it will happen, is that they might go into coalition with the Labour Party in the next general election. So politics ain't going to change it. If politics did change it, then I'll, we would need referendums, I think. I think referendums would be the best form of stopping this big spender, big state spending madness. If the people want to spend all of this money on all of these projects, let them vote for it. If they don't want to spend all of this money all on all of these projects and packages, then they won't vote for it. Let the people decide... The governments are no longer slaves to public public opinion. They're not. They won't ask the people, do you want to bail out the losers' mortgages? Do you want to bail out the corporation's toxic debt? Do you want to bail out Virgin Atlantic and give their 1.2 billion? Do you want to finance a new software costing 37 billion? Oh, and by the way, we're going to pay a prison company to build the software. They won't do it because they won't like the answers to these questions. I wish they would, but they won't. We can all wish, though. 
On an ideological level, this is a total antithesis to free market capitalism and small state politics. Not one politician is calling for an end to this big state spending madness. Even the Tory party, they're doing it, they're enacting it. They're not calling uh, calling that. They haven't been free market capitalists since the early 90s. Yet the majority of people think the system we have now is a free market economy. They're totally wrong. Free marketeers won't buy corporate debt. We won't buy that Virgin Atlantic or bulb energy. We shop around to find the cheapest and best quality app. We'd ask many, many different software companies, can you build it? And at what price? And then they will come back with quotes. We will look at the company who could provide the best quality of service and we will use that, which is free markets. So yeah, we don't have a free market economy. Contrary to what the left believe, and even liberals are now starting to believe that. I want to dare dream ask a taxpayer to cut me a cheque to finance my losses. Yet there's a large part of the private sector which believes that this is okay. It's now the norm. One year they say, oh, we want to pay less taxes. Give us tax cuts. The year after, they're saying, oh, we want more money from you. We would like this, we would like that. You can't have it both ways. This is why we need to have a big brick wall between the market and the government. Public sector and private sector. Let it be passive. If a company can't exist because they've lived beyond their means, then that company has two choices. To go bust or to sell part of the company off to investors so it can survive the downturn. That's free market economics. No party offers that. No party says, let's stop the end. Let's end this big state spending madness. So there's a gap in the market. I hope someone does fill that gap. I'd vote and sign up for it. But yeah, that's my little show based on bad acts and big state spending. This week I'm going to do a show I think, on decentralisation and side hustles. And another show I might look at the cannabis industry or renewables. But yeah, until the next show, have a prosperous and a productive time.